Welcome to the Ethically Loved Podcast, where we empower women to live an honest life through self-love and ethical fashion. We are your hosts, Sarah Galbraith and Ivy Nelson. Welcome, everyone. Yay, everyone. I'm so stoked. Um, I really want to say that we have had a funny, funny um, last couple days of technical difficulties. And um, before we start this episode, I want to say how thankful I am for them because it's teaching us over and over how to pivot and not give up. Like, it's so frustrating because it's like podcasting looks so easy, but... Oh, I'm so not. It's so not, but it's so <laughs> worth it. So, speaking of pivoting, um, today's episode, I really want to bring home the thought of repairing what you have. And so, when I have a pair of shoes, um, I'm really big into this. So, many listeners might be, or you might not be. I love repairing old clothes. Um, it all started with shoes. Um, my mom was always like, go go to the cobbler. And it's so funny because nowadays I feel like it's a lot harder to find a cobbler or a seamstress. I had to go through like four seamstresses. Is that seamstresses? Is that what they would be called? I feel silly right now. Seamstresses. <laughs> uh, define one. And I love mine, but I started would repair my shoes because let's be real. If a shoe is made correctly and made well in a fine quality, good leather, you can fix it. And we live um, so often, like maybe it's not shoes. Maybe it's a favorite shirt. I remember um, in my early 20s, I actually used to work at Anthropology. Um, and there was this beautiful shirt. I think Anthropology was a lot of what started my fashion little addiction here. Um, and I had this beautiful shirt and it ripped. Um, I think my dog ripped it and I asked my mom if it was, you know, can you fix it? My mom is the queen of like, everything is fixable. Come on, glue or thread. I'm like, that is so cool, mom. And she fixed it by, um, they, she sewed a bird into the shirt. It was a flock of birds. So she sewed a bird in to fix the hole. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I don't have that shirt anymore. I wish I did. Um, I think that it just the fabric, uh, I think it shrunk or something. I don't know why I got rid of it. I should have kept it, but it gives it a whole new look, right? Um, so often when we rip a pair of shirts or jeans, um, maybe not jeans because the cool look is ripped jeans. I don't know. But so often <laughs> when we rip something, we're so easily to discard it. It's it's the society. We're that fast society, Right. In for a month. Oh, same with kids' clothes, right? Yeah. I feel like that's where I see it so often now that I have kids that are of playing age. Like, clothes get ripped after a month, even if I'm buying them high-quality clothes. Yes. Um, it's and, because yeah. the knees are my issue on my oldest. Like, yeah. I'm like, seriously? I just bought you that. And there's, there's so many ways to look at repairing clothes. Um. I used to look at this like as you repair clothes, like I would always think in my head, well, you're poor if you repair clothes. Like there was such a weird, weird stigma about it, but there should never be because mm-hmm. now all my clothes that have been repaired, um, actually I have a multi-way shawl that ripped and it's the Kawa one. Ivy knows what pattern I'm talking about. It's my favorite and it ripped And I took it to the seamstress and she sewed it right up and it's fixed and it has this beautiful black threading in it. So what really it does 
is it's giving it a whole new look and a whole new purpose. And it's also making it unique. And I think that's what's so neat is like, this isn't something, it's not a piece you can go buy. Nobody can get my specific multi-way shawl with this special seam um, sewn in it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is we're a throwaway society because I really struggle with the clothes donation thing right now, even though there, yes, is great places and it does serve a purpose. Don't, don't think that it doesn't. But um, basically, 85% of our clothing sits in landfills. So Mm -hmm. when you think about repairing an item that you love so much, it's less waste. And you're really making a difference in the world. Not only that, you're giving somebody else purpose. Because cobblers serve a purpose. They're here to fix your shoes. Seamstress, they, they serve purposes. They're here to fix your clothes or alter your clothes. And I think that's a really big deal because those jobs do still exist. And I've been reading article after article that they're starting to fade away. Those trades Mm -hmm. are one of the most important trades that we can have. And so, you know, when you're looking at this, like, oh, it ripped. I love the pair of jeans that ripped and I like did a flannel backing in, in the knee and they're like so cool. And I have people be like, oh, where did you buy them? <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't buy them. I fixed them. And basically, um, it makes it special and unique. So really think mm-hmm. about what you can gain in repairing an old garment. It's not just a broken piece of clothing. What it really is, and this is kind of the most poignant thing I want to share with you today, is It is proof that you've lived life. When you repair an old garment, it has showed that you have lived this amazing, beautiful life because you've tumbled, like you've ripped it, you've tumbled, you've cooked, you spilled something on it. You're living this amazing, beautiful life. And that's what fixing and repairing these clothes can do for not only our environment and giving people purpose, but for your heart and soul, because you're going to remember why it ripped Mm -hmm. and how you served that piece of clothing. And I know this is really like kind of out there, like what you're fixing clothing. And so I want Ivy to share all about how exactly this relates to self-love, because honestly, to me, I was thinking about this. I'm like, this is self-love in its entirety. Yes, for sure. Well, and before I touch on that, I really appreciate you speaking to the industry piece of it because um, that is also a huge piece of ethical fashion. And the more you dive into um, ethical fashion brands, the more you're going to find companies that are really investing in the artisans and um, a lot of these ways of making, and now we're talking about repairing clothes and accessories. And um, these ways of doing that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. And fast fashion is eroding those businesses, which is also eroding um, an economic structure and a source of income. And um, stories and traditions that have been passed 
from generation to generation. And so when you are investing in ethical fashion, and now when you're investing in repairing your clothes through a cobbler or a seamstress or somebody like that, you're investing in these um, traditions and this way of production. So I really love that you pointed that out. Yeah, it's almost like stories through time, passing on the story, passing on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah. these traditions are and, you know, their jobs, they matter. So thanks for sharing that. Tell me so, about self-love, love, yeah. Ivy. Yes. So um, repair your clothes, repair yourself, right? Uh, I think that repairing your clothing is so symbolic of the repairing that you can do through self-love and through healing. So for me, the repairing yourself doesn't mean recreating yourself. I think especially um, nowadays, there's so many self-help books and there's so many ways and podcasts and blogs and cheat sheets for how to like recreate yourself or reinvent yourself and um and I think that when we focus too much on that we try to discard the broken pieces of ourselves we try to ignore them or pretend like they didn't happen much like how we throw away broken clothes like Well, that maybe was like a good pair of jeans, but now it's useless. And and I think that instead, what I would challenge people to think of um, is repurposing and restyling and redesigning. So like creating something out of that brokenness. So... um, your past and your history and those parts of yourself that are ripped and torn and stained are what make you unique. And rather than trying to just pretend like it didn't happen or cover it up or start over, I encourage you to try to figure out ways to weave that together into this new, not new, into this repurposed, unique individual. And how can you create your story through those patches and those new black seams and create this really unique individual? So I know that that's pretty abstract, but that's what stands out to me as far as um, repairing yourself. Yeah, um, I really connect with that. You just gave me chills because I shared something on social media actually a few days ago about very similar to this taking your broken pieces and putting them together and don't discard it is so many people are saying like 2019 was terrible next year is my year and the truth of the matter is for me every year is your year um why are we discarding years of our life because something you broke us or we feel broken take the broken pieces and put Mm -hmm. them together and see your life that you have lived because all the moments that I have felt broken have yeah. made my life so beautiful. Um, we're getting mm-hmm. so serious here, but it's so true. Like, don't don't discard. It is. Yeah, don't just throw it away. You're you because of this, and we're we're gonna hurt, but we're also gonna love and figure out a way to just piece it back together. I don't know what country it is. Um, it's one of those like random facts you hear growing up. 
maybe it's Japan. And I, I hope a listener like is like, I know which one, but it's like their broken pottery is one of the like, symbols of beauty that mm-hmm. is put back together because it shows yeah. you want that. And um, that's exactly how I feel about um, self-love and how I feel about repairing the clothes you wear because it's all symbolic of putting the pieces back together, loving yourself and loving on your clothes and the life you've lived and giving other people purpose. It's all uh, like the circle of life. I feel like the Lion King, the circle of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know, Ivy, if you have any more thoughts on that one. Well, I just, a thought popped in my head of like this cozy, especially jeans. I love that you brought up jeans. So when I get a brand new pair of jeans, I actually hate them because they're stiff or leather shoes, Sarah, and I love leather shoes. And it's so hard to break in a pair of new jeans or a pair of new leather shoes. And it takes living and life to get them to be like the perfect fit. And Um, And I think about that with yourself, like start to think of yourself as that favorite sweater or that favorite pair of jeans that you have, like you have lived in you, in your life, in your body for so long that it's like this cozy, comfortable feeling. And so why would you want to get rid of that? Why wouldn't you want to try to enhance that and make it, um, better and more unique and more beautiful. Yes. I love that. So I actually think this is the perfect time to do our self-love tip. I'm ready. Are you ready, Ivy? Yeah. Go for it, lady. Awesome. So I love this one. This is one of my most favorite (laughs) self-love tips, but today, um, (laughs) if you're listening, (laughs) I want you to take one thing, one thing you've been neglecting Um, And I want you to feel it with love, whether that's a dying plant. um, Apparently, I can't have plants in my house. I feel like I kill them. But if you have a neglected (laughs) plant or um, an unorganized pile of papers in the corner um, or, you know, something or yourself, um, whatever that looks like, take one thing in your life that you've been neglecting. It can be you know, your soul, your body, your plant in the corner, your papers in the corner, your whatever. And I want you to fuel it with love. That's all you have to do. One thing. That's my self-love tip. Ivy, it's on you, girl. I love that. Oh, I love that. So good. Um, I am super hoping that Rachel Hollis doesn't come sue us, but really, Uh truly, you wash your face. (laughs) Like, Wash your face. I uh, and and here's the thing is um Sarah being a skincare guru would appreciate that tip in and of yep. itself. But to me, there's just something so magical and soothing about actually like touching your face and your skin and nourishing it with your hands. And so that would be my self-love tip is to wash your face. I'm a big fan of that one. And I'm a big fan of this episode. I feel like right now I'm going to go, I have a ton of things I've been neglecting. So most of the time I I just feel like I'm like, Sarah, just listen to yourself. Go take care of it. (laughs) And now 
I want to wash my face, even though I we know I do that multiple times. So thank you guys so much for being here, um, sharing our podcast. You can join us if you want in our Facebook community, the Ethically Loved community. Share our podcast, love on us, subscribe. We want to make a huge impact here. Um, and we're just so thankful for you. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Yeah.